Lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny, your uniquely unprepared urchin. That's what's up. Because I definitely didn't have one, so that was off the dome. Ooh, okay. So you're something like a rapper now. I mean... You got bars. For days. Urchin. Isn't that what Shayla stepped on? Yes, but we're not going to revisit the past. Okay, I just wanted um, to make sure. Because uh, you did something, right? You caused her to step. I didn't cause her to step on a sea urchin. I was in possible in imminent danger, but she got a little overwhelmed and overworked because I'm her little sister and she was worried about me. And in her frantic stepping around in the ocean, she stepped accidentally on an urchin. But it was not my fault. Something that you caused. I did not. Hey, Shayla. I did not cause her to step on an urchin. Well, listen, this is a new episode of Lover's Quarrel. Mm-hmm. And as always, if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. Mm-hmm. If it's your second time listening to us, welcome back. Word. And if it's your third or more time, yeah, as I like to call you, a lover. And I say, your family. So welcome. Oh, um, so yeah, sorry. Um, had a little bit of a delayed reaction there. We are going to go ahead and jump right into our elevator talk. Well, actually, before we even do that, how are you, my good sir? I'm doing well on yourself. I'm pretty good. You know, it's a a busy week ahead of us, and we got things, of course, still going on. Even in the in the world of Corona, we still got things to do and get done. But I'm I'm good. I'm happy. That's good to hear. Yes. Are you happy? I'm always happy. That's bullshit. Are <laughs> you happy right now? I'm I'm very. I'm not say very happy. I'm 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 good right now. I'm content. Okay. Content, I'm always happy. Content is good. I mean, I feel sure. like content is trash though. That means like you're just stagnant. Well, I think it depends on how you look at it. Like, I think if you're content, that means like you're satisfied. You're good. I don't want to be content. I want to be improving. Okay, so you're constantly improving, but are you? But, I'm good, but and I'm improving to be okay. great. Got it. I just feel like con- I just feel like as you would say, words mean things. So I say mm-hmm. I'm content. That just means that I'm like. Coasting? Yeah, and I'm not really coasting because I'm like busting my ass at work. I'm busting my ass in life. Mm-hmm. So there's no coasting there. Well, if, but content doesn't mean that you're coasting as far as your efforts to improve yourself and everything like that. Content just means like, are you at peace or satisfied or happy with where you are right now? And in I life? am, but I just don't want to stay content. But so. you're content, not complacent, is a difference. Ah, uh, okay. Why I married you. You're something like a genius. <laughs> All right. Elevator talk. Are you going up or down? Because I'm doing go up. Okay, I'm doing both. So I'll go you first. Start down. Okay. But I still want my own like voice. Like I, I got you, I got you. Yeah. Make sure it's not that raggedy voice that you've been doing for the last couple of weeks. All right. Raggedy? Uh, hasn't been your best. I need A plus. <sighs> I'm over here. If I can send a a, a report to uh, Better Business Bureau, I would. You're ignorant. So, <clears throat> going down. How was that? Mm. I'll try it again. That was decent for yourself. I just want magnificent when it's my turn. Going down. That would see that. Now you got me self conscious and shit. No. Fuck it. Well, you could be trash for yourself. It's just remember when it comes to my turn, I need you to be an A plus. I'm really over you. I'm gonna do this one more time. Going down. That wasn't it. But go ahead. Oh my god! You know what? Maybe it's that's why we're going down. Come on, my press hair, that button. My hair is sitting on my head. It's it's putting pressure on my vocal cords. Excuses are 
Go ahead. What you're made up of. <laughs> All right. So long story short, my elevator go- starting down is because y'all, we got to make sure we're doing a better job of not falling for the bullshit that propagandists um, are trying to push our way. Um, some people um, that I know, some near and dear to me, some folks just uh, passing social media acquaintances were posting that um, doctor, and I'm using that term very loosely, uh, Emmanuel, Stella Emmanuel, that um, woman from, I think she said she was from Nigeria, West Africa, um, and who was at the, you know, the, the doctor's first, or whatever bullshit summit she was at, and her video that Breitbart released that all these like different white right wing affiliated um, organizations released to the you know social media sphere was our, her talking about how coronavirus is a, like basically a hoax and that there is a cure and the cure is hydroxychloroquine and zinc and something else and like azithromycin or whatever basically all these medications that have not been proven to have any real substantial impact on COVID nineteen patients and what was troubling to me was that I saw so many people that I know are well-educated, that are informed, but they were like posting it. And really what it comes down to is because I feel like, it, it, and I think it was strategic, of course, that because there was a black woman or a, 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 an African woman who was, on the, who was on the mic and who was saying that this is the truth and this is what it is. And she was saying it emphatically and with, you know, in a more relatable man- manner. I think that like some people, um, especially people that black people got a little bit, you know, were a little bit more trusting or a little bit more like, huh, maybe I should listen to her because she's saying it with so much passion and so much. And this woman talks about how people got ovarian cysts and polyps because they be having demon sex and how there's like they be using alien DNA when and when they're testing stuff that the you know the the politicians that she's out there representing are still also like made out like reptilian in nature and she talks about the Illuminati. So she's fucking crazy, basically. And my elevator is saying like just be mindful because we are in times where like every bit of like rhetoric and you know advertising that is pushed out by the right um is done so in order to kind of like build distrust and to you know basically pacify people to make them think that this pandemic is over or that it's not as serious as it should be taken or anything like that and then also too that you know you know trump talking about oh should we push back the election fuck no we didn't push back the election that's going to be one of the few things i'm probably going to be willing to risk life and limb to do is to vote in person because they're fucking with the u.s postal service right now so things that usually take two days are now taking two weeks you know i'm exaggerating slightly but like basically they're messing with the postal service to then make the argument for as best as i understand to make the argument for like this is why we shouldn't do mail-in voting because it's gonna fuck up with the election if we do mail-in voting but that's also because they're fucking with the u.s postal service which is going to slow down the delivery of of a very important mail so i digress a little bit but point is is like we got to be more discerning it should piss me off and frustrated me to no end to see like multiple people spreading that video around because it was just like come on y'all we know better but at the same time but that's the reason why social media is the devil because there's a lot of people who take who take social media for face value. It's like people who used to like post like different like links online, like on Facebook, mm-hmm. and it'll be like the website would be like you're an idiot dot com, and mm-hmm. they'll be like, see, I told y'all this was real, and it's like, yeah. More than anything, what that happened with that doctor just showed me was that 
it's even more now. Now is, is even more of the time that we are fact-checking and we're not taking stuff for face value. Just because it's on social media does not mean it's real. Yeah. And I'll say this. like, So I like it also flips to my like going up in this as well because one of the best things that came out of it was that um, to me was that so one of my line sisters shared it. I commented on it. I, like I didn't attack or anything like that. I just said, this is inaccurate. She responded, what about it is inaccurate? And then I kind of explained to her my research and everything else like that. And then I had posted something on social on my Instagram and she was, we were talking about that. And like immediately once presented with additional information that reinf- that supported what I was saying, that was, that was from reputable sources, it was as simple as like, oh, thank you for that. I'm going to take it down. Like... And I and I'm and I'm not saying that that is a like and I wasn't trying to like shame or bash and even what I'm saying now like come at anybody that I know and love or even people I don't really know that well or that I, I'm passing friends with them on on social media. It's that what's the beautiful thing about that I feel like that part was is why I'm going up is like that also needs to be something we need to be able to practice more actively and out loud, which is you make an assertion or you make a statement or I make an assertion or a statement or share my opinion and if somebody presents me with facts to refute what I'm saying or to give me more context to what I'm saying instead of being up in arms and trying to be combative all the time I'm you can you can reserve the right to say oh I didn't have that information before that changes things let me think on it let me process it let me delete let me update my I changed my mind and that's okay too because sometimes we do operate with only a limited scope of information and so when presented with accurate additional information whether it supports or refutes what you thought it's okay to say, hey, let me process this. Hey, let me, I, I see where you're coming from. I agree with you now. I changed my mind. And then it's like, it doesn't always have to be this battle or like you're stupid or you're this and that other because it's not. And that was also one of the things I felt like was beautiful about the exchange I had with my line sister because it literally was a beginning, middle and end to it. And it was like, that's what we need to also be practicing more because sometimes we are going to go down a, a rabbit hole or we're going to, you know, be a little... and. I should say like, and it's not that she even believed the person, but she was like, that she flat out believed the person, but she was just kind of like saying like, this person is believable. And so then people were kind of going back and forth and some people agree with her, some people didn't agree with her, but that should be kind of the way that we go about receiving and processing information more often, myself included. Cause I know I sometimes, you know, I have very strong beliefs and I have very like, you know, and I do my best to make sure that they're, they're grounded what can be grounded in information is, but it's not always easy for anybody to try, to try and alter their views. But that's why I think it's like an upside to the whole situation. But fuck Stella Emanuel and her fucking uh, misinformation and trying to throw people off just because she's black or African or whatever you want to call it because she was trying to throw people for a loop. And fuck Donald Trump. I rest my case. Thank you. Gotcha. We're so socially distant, so I'm going to go up. <clears throat> In my own elevator. You you have me insecure now. Going up. Oh, that was much better. That was A plus. I cannot. Trash for yourself. I'm no one, you know, make sure my journey is. Go proper. ahead. Um, I just wanted to say, you know, with <coughs> 2020, um, I know some people have said it's like they wanna they wanna redo 2020 and you know, there's a lot of negativity with what's happened, but um I'm gonna say for myself. And I may be speaking for Danny, uh, but I feel like 2020 has been my year. I don't disagree. 
Um, and you know, um, for the last couple of years, I've been trying to change myself as far as just looking at life differently. Um, and it's made sense for me. Mm-hmm. So again, I, we can all, you know, cry about the negative things that's happened, the trips that we didn't get to get and everything else. But I, I also look at the positives, right? Me and you both still have a job. Facts. We were able to purchase a new home. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a brand new car mm-hmm. because your uh, AC stopped working. And you was like, no, that's tri- not. I, is my story. <laughs> let me change. Let me keep my narrative. Thank you. I'm presenting you with some additional facts after um, this. So you know, our daughter is doing well, and you know, even though she hasn't been in school, she's still learning. Um, the way that she puts sentences together or she knows how to use certain words. And it's like, who taught you that? Um, shout out to YouTube and Peppa Pig and everybody else. <laughs> and us. Uh, and, and us. Um, but, you know, I, I just, I want to go up because, again, I've had some shitty weeks. But, again, I, I want to show both sides and, and that you can have a shitty week, you can have a shitty day, but don't make it long term. Mm-hmm. Don't um, dwell. Yeah, don't dwell. Thank you. Um, again, 2020 has been a year of learning mm-hmm. for me and for us, I, I would say. And, you know, um, I've learned my wife better. I've learned myself better. And um, again, we're not perfect at all, but I wanted to just continue going up. 2020 has been one of the best years I've had and, and just personally mm-hmm. um yeah, sorry. I, I was trying to say something else, but I couldn't think of it, and and it lost me. But um, personally, uh, work wise has been has been great. Just my relationship has been better, um, and and you know just life in general. Like it's not as bad as it could be. Because mm-hmm. I know there are people who were laid off. I know people who don't have a job. I know people who who, who don't have childcare options. Yeah. So like, in comparison. It's not as bad as others. Again, um, I'm glad that we've traveled a lot prior to this. So it's not like I'm missing traveling. Like I'm missing in the sense that I would love to be able to travel, but not at the sense, but not at the expense of, you know, possibly catching COVID or me having it and I'm good, but now I pass it to you or Tatum and now y'all aren't good or I pass it to your mother mm-hmm. or you know what I mean like. Those are the things that I think about. So, you know, I'm, I have enough self-control and I've lived enough that I don't have FOMO. Yeah. But, you know, again, back to it. It's just we got to be thankful for the things that we do have and not be upset with the things that we don't have or the things that we can't do. Yeah. And I think it's so easy for us to always be like, well, this didn't happen. Or that didn't happen. But, you know, sometimes we got to reflect and say, well, this did happen, mm-hmm. you know. I was able to do this. You know, I know people who was able to save mad money because they're not going anywhere, you know. And and, and honestly, I, I like I've said before, I hope that when we are able to go back outside, that people cherish it more. When things are normal, I hope people cherish it. I hope people aren't fighting over stupid stuff and, and you know, ruining parties or ruining events because of your own selfish. Because, again, remember, like we should all remember this. This COVID-19, remember what it was like to not be able to go outside, to have to wear a mask, to have curfews, for them to have to tell us 
how to do things, you know? Yeah. And and I hope that we're able to grow from it. So. Awesome. Well, I thank you for sharing that. And I think that it's it's accurate and it's true because, you know, and I've had my own conflicting feelings about that, which is like, you know, as far as 2020 is concerned, it has been nothing but good to us and blessings for us. But then, you know, the whole world is also like, kind of feels like it's gone to shit um, in so many ways. So sometimes it's hard to, it's hard for me to sometimes be happy or fully happy when I know that like there is so much suffering and worry and concern happening at the same exact time. But I also know that I have to realize and recognize that like, and I feel like we've talked about this on here before, but like I've, we've had our fair share of hard times. We've had our ugly moments, our dark periods. And this is now just us kind of coming out of being on the other side of those things. And, you know, God forbid, you know, we'll, we, I mean, but more likely than not, we'll have another rough, we might have another rough set of things that, you know, they might look different, God forbid, but at the same time, we know that we're going to be able to come through it on the other side. And this is us coming through the last, like, this is us reaping the benefits and coming through what was 2017, 2018, part of 2019 and then 2019 and 2020 are like us again like being able to celebrate the things that we were struggling with and overcame in the previous years mm-hmm. so i'm with it i fucks with it all um with that said um uh, we are going to go ahead and shift into our relationship tip of the week would you like to go or would you like me to go i can start it off okay yes. Started off the last few times. So, my tip is based off of something that happened to me and Dan. Because that's my reference mm-hmm. a lot of times. Um, so, we were beefing um, mm-hmm. hard. And not e- neither of us knew how to really express our feelings. I'm going to say. Correct me if I'm wrong. We um, always definitely struggle on both sides at um, different and, points. You know, when we finally did get to speak, as we were arguing and, and going over stuff, I'm, I was literally in my head like, "What are we arguing for?" Like, you know, I, I had a, a moment, but it was kind of like she was trying to express herself, I'm trying to express myself, but we weren't listening to each other. But when we finally did have a breakthrough, I was able to tell Danny, like, you know, uh, mm-hmm. going forward, we should be able to have a timeout. So my relationship tip of the week is when you're beefing with your significant other, your friends or whomever, if you're not in the right headspace, you should be able to call a timeout. You know, tell your partner, your friends, listen, I need a timeout. I'm not in the right headspace, so I'm not going to be able to give you what you need or, or give you the responses that you may want. You know, and I think she agreed that that could be something that we try to implement. And I, and I even told her, listen, be patient with me because even though I came up with the idea and maybe I may not, I may break my own rule. <laughs> so uh, be, be patient with me. But it had me thinking if maybe we would have said, like, listen, time out. I need a moment so that I can be in the right headspace to have this conversation that it probably would have been easier to have the conversation without there being more emotions and more feelings into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's okay to ask for a timeout. I agree with you. And as long as we are able to come back 
to said topic as long that's then the timeout is effective um and definitely it's it's not meant to pause it and never go back to yeah. it it's meant to pause and and be able to be in the right headspace to have a conversation um, and i'm saying that not just for you i'm saying it for myself too because i know sometimes i've been the type where i'm like i don't want to talk about this anymore yeah but i definitely think that if it's implemented and it's implemented well we you know, there might be, I need 10 minutes, I need an hour, I need, I need a, a night. I might, I might need a day. I might need yeah. a day. But, you know, it's just like, I need some time. And that's fair. Because, and, and we just have to be patient with each other. Definitely. Um, but it's about explaining that ahead of time. So that way it's not like I'm shutting out or, 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 or it's not like I'm not listening to you. But right now I'm just not in the headspace to have that conversation the way that it seems like it's going. So a timeout would have given me the opportunity to get to that headspace. Got you. And I win. <sighs> anyway, Nick. So now we can move on because yeah, I heard the best tip. And- My relationship tip of the week. <laughs> this nigga right here. Time out yourself. All right. It is um, simple but impactful, which is don't expect others to respond as you would. Hmm. Okay, I feel like that's definitely inspired by me. Always. Exactly. Because so no, you don't. That's win. a double win. No, it's not. All right, go ahead. Because, Let's hear it. Let's because hear it. because in our many shut up <laughs> in many of our arguments and our dis- debates and squabbles, whatever you want to call them, I get really frustrated because as 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 patient as you all know, I am with TJ and his shenanigans and his antics. And his asshole ways when he wants to be one. Like, I get so frustrated because I'm like, if this was me, you would have never did this. Or you would have definitely said that or whatever. And he was like, well, that's you. And And I'm not saying that it's right. Because it's not. Because we we can't. we, We should not. It's like twofold, right? Like. I shouldn't expect him to respond the exact way I would respond to something. Because he's not me. Right. And that is such a hard thing to do because we often think that our response most times to certain things is appropriate. But I have to understand is that TJ's responses to things are not going to be the same as my responses and that I can't deem his response every time because sometimes they are as like inappropriate, uncalled for because just because it's not what I would do now, I will say this. It is still the responsibility of the other person to still try to consider that other person's like, like what is it about how I'm responding that is making this person have a hard time understanding this or is struggling with it or is not receiving it? Because I think that like, I shouldn't expect you to respond the way I would respond to the same situation. And I don't expect but, you to respond the same way I do. Yeah, but the thing about but the thing about it though is that. The reason why sometimes it frustrates me is because my responses often lend itself to like giving you space and letting you do you or letting you be upset or whatever and saying do what you want and then you come back around and you're when you're calmer and you're more like with it you we can have the conversation. That is not afford always afforded to me when I'm like you know, if I say like, well, if, if it had been if it had been me who had done it, you would have never said X Y Z, or you would have definitely 
been upset or whatever and you be like well that's you that's not but that but that's not it's not always but like if you're admitting you're admitting that you would not treat yourself the same way i might not i mean again i, I don't know because you want to speak in hypotheticals and I, I i i mean i used to engage in those but it's kind of like i can't engage in hypotheticals because it's a hypothetical like okay so what so you can what's hypothetically the say it and then and then i can say yeah. so what's the situation that i respond to you but you, like, I need to think of a, of a of a situation because there are they exist. Don't don't. I'm do. not saying that they don't exist, but I'm I'm saying your thing is a lot of times you want me to act the way you would act in the same situation because that's how you would that's how you would react. But we're two different people. Yeah. But so, I feel like if, oh, but you know what it is. But if I feel like and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm just kind of caught my thought. We are two different people, and I shouldn't expect you to respond the way I would respond to it. However, if I were to respond to it the way you would also respond to the same situation, you wouldn't like that either. I might not. I mean, so I, I remember not, one time that you like, were like a real asshole and I was like, oh, I didn't like this. But I even told you, you know what? I apologize because you gave me, me, and I didn't appreciate that. So again, I, I'm not going to know the situations until we actually go through those situations. But... If I'm upset over A and you don't get upset over A, you can't fault me because I get upset, but you don't get upset. And that's the issue. The issue is you want me to react the way that you would react. We're two different people. I think it's, I think, you know what? I'll say this. I don't even think I want you to react the same way that you, that as I would. I just feel like I think sometimes you overreact. And I might underreact, and I would. Well, I wish we could take a page sometimes from each other's book, but I just feel like when what do you I consider over- overreaction, though, I feel like. And you might be right. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not mean, gonna discredit. It doesn't always have to be like rah rah and yelling and screaming and stuff, but it could also just be like there's an attitude, there's a disconnect, there's like a questioning, there's a tone, and you're like, and it's like, why are you doing this? Like, or this is this doesn't make sense, and because I said, like, can you not? And can you not? I don't think I've ever said, can you not? In certain, like, okay, we can use the, 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 the delivery example. Which delivery? The, 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 for the house. For the house. For the, on the pallet, right? Yes. And you didn't, you were frustrated because. I was. So what happened, just to give a little context, right? We have, uh, it was a package that was delivered to the house. I did not know that this package was coming. It was a large package, package, so it wasn't just like, oh, I could just put it in the living room and, and leave it there for TJ. It was on a pallet. So I'm, the package arrives. I'm calling TJ. I'm calling TJ because clearly it's for him. I, don't, I didn't know anything about it. He's not answering. So FedEx is covid they like, we can't come in your house. We can either put it, like, leave it on the front step or we could put it, like, by the garage. So in my mind, I'm like, well, I definitely don't want this big-ass box sitting on the front door. And he was saying it's heavy. So TJ was at work. I had them put it in the garage. So later on, TJ gets home. I let him know, whatever. TJ comes home. He's in the, He comes in the house and he's like, at some point he said, you know, what did he say? He was like, next time, he was like, can you just call AJ? AJ's the guy who's going to be, like, assembling the... um the He's our installer. The installer or whatever. Yes. So she was like... He, so she, he, he was like... Um, so next time, can you call AJ to see where, where, where we're supposed to go? Because yeah. it wasn't... 
Like, I didn't tell you that there was a package coming. So once you kind of seen that. See, but then I felt like you were. The only thing that well, I you wanted me to, you wanted at, me to, to think like how you. The think. only thing I would have blown up at is if I would have called you and you didn't pick up. So I, I can see your, your your view there. If you called me when if the it, package. If, if, if it was reversed. Okay. If it was a package and they said it was for Danny. And then I called Danny. That's okay. Fuck all that. Was, that's one of my biggest things, right? So the phone calls, right? Because you swear on a stack of Bibles that I never pick up my phone. You don't. But I do pick up my phone. And you're, but you, you're not as bad as my mother. You also, I'm not, I'm not anywhere. I'm not even in the top five. But you're close. I'm not. You're full of shit. Okay. So the point I'm making though, babe, is. Don't call me babe. Babe, <laughs> is when it comes to answering the phone. You'll be like, you never pick up your phone. You giving me all this energy, but then I call you back to back to back to back to back. Twice, it, it TJ. Was, it was twice. There's been times I have called you, TJ. Came. I've been. We're talking about that day. We're not talking. Okay, about, but I call. You can't lump in everything that's ever happened in life. We're talking about this situation. Fine. I called you several times. You called me twice. You did not answer. And you sent me a text. And I said okay, and I didn't hear anything I was from in the bathroom. you. Okay, I didn't hear anything from you, but. Did I, way around, did I? You would have been like, the, That's the only time that I would have given you, and that's only because you always have your phone on you. I don't though. I have my phone on me a lot, but I also leave my phone and I go to the bathroom sometimes, or I'll leave my phone. I go upstairs and get something from Tate for Tatum, or I come or I leave it downstairs. Tatum had your phone the other day, and you was like, Tatum, like I need my phone type situation. Like no, she went downstairs. But that's because I was waiting for somebody to answer me. Nah, so that's what. Was... Point I'm trying to make though is that that is a prime example of the same courtesy that I give to you, which is that when you don't answer your phone, I don't give you no smoke, I don't give you no energy. I just be like. I just, I'm like, all right, he must be doing something. He must be busy. But that's when fair. I don't pick up my phone, you give me the third degree. And that is not fair. You know what? And, and that's when I, and would, I that's the time you. that I, I wish you responded the way I, I responded. Will, I will agree with you on that, right? Mm-hmm. Because my expectation is she always has her phone in her hand. Because every time I see you, you have your phone in your hand. But the same is said for you. I always say you. I don't, have, I don't always have my phone in my hand. You Honestly, have, I have my phone in my hands more because I work from home and brothers call and, and, and people are calling me. All of them are reason for you to but, answer my calls when I call in between. No, but I went to the bathroom. I was in the office and I went to the bathroom. So Okay, but, but I'll give you as that. Somebody, as somebody, I, I will give you that. But as someone who... I will give you that. Give, okay, because you give me the hardest time about that. So that means that you, as ergo, you should... Always pick up your phone because then you sh- you can- you don't have a leg to stand on. I still have a leg to stand on. Like you 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 miss every shot that you don't take, right? So, so if you next time I call you, what is our percentage? Next time I what call is, what you, what is the percentage of TJ picking up his phone versus Danny? Realistically, I, I would say you pick up your phone ninety percent of the time. I pick up my phone eighty five percent of the time. I'll give you seventy five. 85. You're still passing. It's still, it's not. I'll give you 80 then. I'll give you 80. That's what is that? Like a low B? B minus? 85. B. Solid B. No. No. Solid B. Just because you're sleeping with the professor doesn't mean you're going to get that 85. First of all, you're not going to come in my (laughs) fucking morals. In my, listen. Your walls? My morals. Oh, I'm like, what? Your walls? Yo. Nasty. Oh my God. Anyway. Let's move on. So, Ultimately, don't expect others to respond as you would accept when it comes to answering phones because TJ's a big old hypocrite when it comes to that. Um, but yeah, now we're going to go ahead and get into our um, black history fact. Okay. So, I thought I, you were about to say my, 
hour of the week, but like to. you always want to come over and steal stuff. Oh my goodness! But anyway, well, I have to redeem myself anyway because since TJ wanted to swip, switch it up at the I last. Did, I, well, listen, you shouldn't have. You got to play poker better. Well, I don't want to cheat because uh, if I know the word. If you know the word, you know the word. That's not. That's not cheating. Okay. Well. Okay. So then, if I knew the word, then you should have switched it up. Well, I, well, I, I wanted you to should... get more difficult. So because you because I was because honest, you have a I knew terrible, the word. Well, listen, you have a terrible. You changed. You changed the word. The dealer is not going to be like. The dealer, the cards, are the cards. How it, they do, how they're dealt, or how they're dealt. So if you pick the word, then it is what it is. But if you, but if you seen something, they're not gonna be like, oh no, let her give her. Like if you came to the table, he was like, this is my first time ever playing. They're not gonna be like, well, we're gonna take it easy on her. No, no, but you can't. No, because it's different. Because if you're dealing a card, even if I was the first time sitting at the table, the cards are the cards. So whatever it is she's dealt is what she's dealt. So if you were gonna deal me the first word that you came up with, then that's what you should have stuck with. Not. But not the that's dealer. cheating. Not the dealer that messes cheating. up. If I'm dealing, are you th- and then I realize I messed up, then you got to start all the exactly. way over. Exactly, I started all but the you way didn't, over. You didn't know, but you didn't mess up. You caught when that I up. you caught when that I knew the word, and therefore you wanted to stump me. That's a difference. Mm. You should have stuck with it. Anyway, it's Black History Fact. Go ahead. So. On August 3rd, 1857, Frederick Douglass delivered a West India Emancipation speech at um, Canandaigua, New York. I might have mispronounced that. On the 23rd anniversary of the event, most of the address was a history of British efforts towards emancipation, as well as a reminder of the crucial role of the West Indian slaves that owned freedom struggle. However, shortly after he began, Douglass sounded a foretelling um, a foretelling of the coming civil war when he uttered two paragraphs that became the most quoted sentences of all his public orations. They began with the words, if there is no struggle, there is no progress. And I felt like that was appropriate, not only because the um, entire, the, the speech was delivered on August 3rd, which is when this episode will drop, but also because um, I went to Frederick Douglass Academy growing up. And from middle school and high school, and literally plastered all over this building were um, portraits of him, and also the quote, "If there is no struggle, there is no progress." And I actually was reading the first two lines of his of this speech, and it says, "The general sentiment of mankind is that a man who will not fight for himself when he has the means of doing so is not worth being fought for by others, and this sentiment is just." For a man who does not value freedom for himself will never value it for others or put himself to any inconvenience to gain it for others. Um, and I don't know. I feel like that kind of like really hits home for even right now, right? Because thinking about all the social unrest that's happening, Black Lives Matter, just the fight for equality for all these different groups, marginalized groups. And I think the big thing, too, is like if you're... I think it's a testament to like why we are fighting the fights that we have because if we're not willing to fight for ourselves, are we worthy of being fought for by others? So like if I'm I can't just be like TJ help me, I have to be trying to help myself or fight for Danny's rights and Danny's equality and Danny's um, you know livelihood. So that way, I'm showing that I'm worth I'm worth I'm worthy worthy enough of being fought for because I'm fighting for my damn self and therefore that means you should also fight for me. So I don't know. It just seemed like a very telling opening statement. And again, it's like if there's no struggle, there is no progress. Like this shit is not gonna be easy. Nothing worth having is ever ever comes easy. And that's something that I've been. I used to tell my students all the time too. I'm like, are you gonna do what's right or are you gonna do what's easy? Because those two things are very are seldom the same thing. So. 
that's it was just a little inspirational, you know. Again, Frederick Douglass is my alma mater, so you know, it just hits home. Definitely. I'm gonna go a little bit sadder, I'm gonna say. Um, so this black history fact is on August 28th, 1955, Emmett Till was murdered. Mm. Um, so this will be the 65th year since that has happened. Mm -hmm. Um, and because you went over FDA in Randolph, mm -hmm. the greatest high school in, yeah. in Harlem. Debated, um, debatable. Uh, my professor, Mr. Williams, big black man, bald head, wore sweaters all year round. Mm -hmm. But uh, he taught us about Emmett Till, and you know it. You know, seeing that 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 picture has always been like haunting. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, just talking about, you know, so the Emmett Till story. Supposedly, he whistled at a white woman, and her husband, brother-in-law, kidnapped him and like destroyed him pretty much like what they did to him like he was severely beaten his eye had been gouged out he had been shot in the head and then they put a 70 pound cotton gin fan was attached to his neck by barbed wire and his body was thrown in the river um and again this happened 65 years ago so just to think that in america we lived in a time where white men can come to someone's home with mm -hmm. guns kidnap a child or mm -hmm. kidnap a person right i mean Emmett till was was a child but mm -hmm. this is this one just happened to get more notoriety but the fact that they were able to kidnap murder abuse and get away with it mm -hmm. is still like it's so crazy because it's it's so prevalent in, t in today's time like they're still killing us. They're still doing these same things. The tactics are just different, you know. Absolutely. So, um, you know, it's it's it, it's sad to to read it and, and hear about it. And, and then again, years later, the the woman said that she lied and nothing happened to her or nothing like that. And it's just like special place in hell for her. You know, um, it's it's just sad that you know this is still prevalent to this day, um, and. You know, it reminds me of like the uh, Ahmad Arbery. Arbery, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He was running and because they seen him in, in an area, they, they they seen him in an area and they decided that they wanted to put their own justice. And that's not your place. But again, if that video didn't come out, they would have been good. Like Breonna Taylor. Mm -hmm. She was murdered in her home. And, you know, the comments. And again, that's why I said social media is the, is the devil. People are like, well... You know, she was known to be in a crack house or whatever, and there was no drugs found. But even if it was a crack house, it doesn't mean that you have the right to break in. You know, it doesn't mean that you have the right to to uh, break down somebody's door as like SWAT, right? That's what it was. It was or, like the I mean, probably some task force or tactical. Yeah, whatever. Crew, whatever but yeah. it doesn't mean that you have a right to break into somebody's house. Someone shoots who he he her husband, her fiance boyfriend had. Uh, rights to have a gun mm -hmm. so they're thinking that they're being like ambushed or something crazy is happening but again they murdered her and it's just no consequences mm -hmm. you know so it's, 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 it's just it's a sad world that we live in and, and again I think this is why one of the most important things of of this show of adding these black history facts because again it's a lot of black history facts that I don't know Mm -hmm. um, and this just helps just continue learning about my culture. 
And I think that that's imperative, and I think it's crucial that we know about, again, our history and the good, the bad, and the ugly, because in order for us to understand why it's so important of the work that we're even doing now, and even though in some ways it looks the same and in a lot of ways it looks different, that it's still crucial to kind of move the needle forward and push the needle forward as far as justice and equality for, for all of us and equity, because, you know, at this point... If a lot of these people, if it was up to them, we'd have to just sit down and be quiet and shut the fuck up and they, you know, and be grateful for what we have. And well, like I was listening to them, they would change it. Right. I remember a couple of years ago, there was a history book and they said slavery was a migration. Yeah. And a parent happened to be reading it and then she made a fuss and then they had to change all the books. But why try to change the history? Like because, this is what happened. Let's talk about what happened. Fuck. Because they don't give a fuck and they want to make sure they tell their narrative. Well, they and always they, tell you if you want to hide something, put it in a book, so. Yeah, but, and, and and I think that that's why, I mean, that's what I, one thing I do pray about all this time, that's ha- all this everything that's happening right now is that by the time Tatum is in college or is in high school or whatever, in the textbooks or whatever digital version of learning she might be dealing with at that point is, is that when they have these, when they talk about this time, that there's no way around, like, sugarcoating this shit because the differences that we didn't have that they didn't have in the 60s and even during slavery and even again really until the the technological revolution of like the late 90s early 2000s is they did not have the way to document over and over and over again pro these protests these engagements with police officers these engaging with these fucking karens all this stuff like that like we have like documentation after documentation of video footage of audio of pictures of this shit happening so it's like in my mind i'm i pray that there's no way for people to dispute or refute what the fuck we said happened during this time because unlike before when it was um you know, when it was kind of like he said, she said, or we would, you know, you had to like with, with the protests and then during the civil rights movement, they part of why things changed is when, once they got the media attention on them, mm-hmm. right? Because nobody was paying attention, but once the world saw that shit, that's when stuff changed. So it's about that giving that visual element and component on it. And now in 2020, everybody has is a is a media expert to an extent. I pull out my phone, I I, I record, I said, you know, one of my encounters with the police, with it with a white person in an establishment, whatever. And it's like now the exchange, I mean now granted, you know, sometimes the things that kick the kink things off might be missed, but now the back and forth is clear. And I just really hope and pray that as we continue on to the future and this and our present crisis becomes American history that there's no getting around the fuck shit that we've experienced and that we were protesting. That's how I feel about I, it. I, I do agree with that, but I also do think that it's up to us to make sure that we make sure that that narrative never dies. Absolutely. Like, it's up to us to make sure that... Because, again, they're going to do their history books the way that they're going to do their history books. There's enough... Like, in American history, there should be something about police brutality. There mm. should be something about racism and the correlations of modern-day racism. Like, Absolutely. But these educational why things need to happen. But again, it's gonna they're gonna try to fix it to make it their narrative. So my thing is that it, it does come back on us to make sure that we're teaching our kids about Oh, Black absolutely. History. We have to combat that shit every every time because they're going to try and make it sound like the second I read some type of narrative that tries to paint Donald Trump as anything besides a narcissistic sociopath, I'm going to be up in arms and I'm going to raise holy hell because one thing 
children do not need to learn about is to think that this motherfucker was anything less than a fucking terrorist. And that's like bare minimum. That's and that's like that's like the nicest thing I can fucking call him. He's a fucking terrorist. But I digress. We're going to go ahead and jump into our word of the week where TJ will attempt to stump me. Um he did cheat a little bit last week, but he was intimidated and then he, and he you know he caught me a little slipping but I've, i'm coming prepared today hopefully i'm pronouncing this word i hope so correct. too because you be fucking up with my uh wins because your pronunciation be off pejorative 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 that means you know the word right Are, is that gonna mean you're gonna switch no it? i'm not i'm gonna keep it but play it again i might spell it wrong pejorative pejorative Call a word or phrase pejorative if it is used as a disapproving expression or a term of abuse Tree hugger is a pejorative term for an environmentalist. <laughs> Environ- environmentalist. Environmentalist. There you go. Pejorative. Um, P-E-J-O-R-A-T-I-V-E. Exactly, because you knew the word. You see how, you see like, that's low-hanging fruit. It's not low-hanging fruit. Because you know it. No, I actually wasn't sure because I was like, is that, was it a G or okay. J? But Oh, Whatever. Oh. I can't. Well, you won. You got it. Thank you. you rules just, is fucking rules. You, you need it. Oh, I need it? Keep that same energy later. And on that note, we are going to take a break. You're going to hear a message from our sponsor, Gaines Sports Gear. That's Gaines with a Z. And then we'll be back. Hey, friend. It's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support, unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor. Go to GainesSportsGear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And you too can embrace the process by going to Gaines, that's G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com and entering the code LOVERS10 for 10% off your first purchase. And now, back to the show. And we are back. And today's um, conversation topic about TJ and I and all things relationship is going to actually be um, a revisiting of our love languages, right? So, God, probably like the first year we recorded, um, we um, did our love. What did we do? Love of Squirrel started. Rebooted in 2017. Okay, so yeah. So it was like December, winter of 2017. Yeah, so then that's when, yeah, that's when we, I think we did do an episode. We um, about the love languages, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So we got, um, one of our loyal uh, listeners, lovers, lovers, as TJ would like to call, um, presented to us saying that, you know, that he hears that a lot of black men saying that the five love languages are a myth. And, um, but he says he knows for his marriage, it's made a difference in communication, intimacy, and connecting more. And so he wanted to hear our take on it. And if at all, how has it affected our marriage, whether good, bad, or indifferent? So, um... I'm going to say that, well, first, if no one is familiar with the five love languages, basically, there's a quiz that you can take that either as a couple or as a single person, as a man, as a teen, whatever, um, 
that basically will there's like these five buckets of ways that you like to receive love and, and affection and they could they're one of the fo- they're one of the following so either receiving gifts physical touch words of affirmation quality time and acts of service so pretty much based on the your quiz results you you will answer some either or questions and as far as your preferences of how your partner um, treats you and then it'll tell you what percentage you fall on the spectrum of these different um, love languages so um, I think we should go and talk about our love languages like where we were two years ago to where we are well three almost three years ago to now and then we can talk about whether or not we even think it's a myth right that works. so two so in 2017 my love languages were my number one was acts of service number two was words of affirmation three was physical touch four was quality time and then my fifth uh my least uh language of love was receiving gifts now in 2020 um it's been like a slight shift or like a flip is i am now words of affirmation is number one acts of service is number two Quality time is number three. Physical touch is number four. And receiving gifts is still bottom of the barrel for me. Um, and words of affirmation, quality time, and acts of service are all like 3% apart. That's like 29, 26, 23. So they're really kind of close together with that. Um, I can't say I'm surprised. I think it's clear to me too, like why there, I, I have my theory as to why acts of service and words of affirmation switched. Um, but so when you did the test again, did you do it in percentages? The sec- this time, I, it, got me, it gave me percentages. The first time, it was like a number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because on mine, acts of service, physical touch, and quality time were all tied at sevens. Words of affirmation was five, and receiving gifts was four. Mm-hmm. But now... What are you now? Acts of service is the top at 30%. So that remained the same, but... What comes in second is words of affirmation for me, um, hmm. which was number four for me last time. Then number three is quality time, which stayed at number three. Um, physical touch and receiving gifts are the bottom two. Got you. So uh, in three years or two years and some change, because you know you don't like to round up because you're a year older, but you want to say eight months. <sighs> um, anyway, so. You know, it's it's funny that it's changed. So, I mean, acts of service is still my top thing, but now quality time and words of affirmation. Well, more so quality time jumped up, right? Physical touch used to be a, a big thing for me, but now that's like the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think I've gotten older. I've appreciated things differently. And the things I- that I thought was more important isn't as important. Like physical touch is cool. And that's like intimacy and just being touched and hugged and stuff like that. But, you know, it's not the same as like spending quality time, especially now um, with COVID. Like it really showed me like quality time is more important than anything because you you don't know. Like t- nothing's promised. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, and now our home is everything. It's our movies, our date night. It's our uh, restaurant. It's, it's everything. So, mm-hmm. you, you know. Being able to have that time with friends and family is, is more important for me now. Um, words of affirmation, I think that's jumped up as well. So, 
Yeah, I've never been really big about receiving gifts because I can just buy stuff myself. Facts. That's why it's so hard to shop for you sometimes. It's not. I'm really simple, though. You are, but you're not because even if you want something simple, you'll just go out and get it. So that's why I was like, that's why I was surprised I was able to get what I could for you for like Father's Day. Like the fact that I was able to like get you these things before you got them. But then again, you probably saw that I had ordered some of the stuff since you used my same account. I didn't. Well, I mean, I, I did see some of it. I, I mean, I did see some of it, but I also was just like, you know what? I'm not going to jump the gun or anything like that, or I'm not going to assume that it is for me. So. Okay. So I think for me, like before where acts of service was my number one and words of affirmation was my number two. And even though they're still really close, they flip now. And like quality time, I think also jumped up for me. Um, yeah. Over physical touch. And I, I think it has a lot to do with where we are in our lives right now. Because if you're thinking about it, like when we took this originally Tatum wasn't even a year old and like access service was so prominent for me because I needed help and I I was I was you know you're talking about my dad had just passed away work school you know anyone who listens knows my whole shebang during that time and that makes sense to me as to why feeling love and affection and appreciation was through you helping take stuff off my plate and that was sometimes where you and I would beef about because that wasn't always what was happening. And now it's still important to me, but it's not to me now. I feel like because you've gotten better at covering and like helping more and then I've gotten, you know, I've lessened the, the different things I have to do. So I'm able to balance things a little bit better that now words of affirmation. I want to hear you say like, like I always I think I joke about it sometimes. I'm like, talk to me nice. Like just that makes me feel better when you tell me you're proud of me when you tell me i'm smart when you tell me i'm beautiful when you tell me that i'm doing a good job like i'm not saying that i need validation but because validation and affirmation are two different things like i already know that i'm smart i know that i'm beautiful i know that i'm a good mom i know that i'm a good person but it means just that much more for you to affirm those things for me or for other people to affirm them for me that makes me feel like I would rather, even at work, like if I'm, I don't need like tangible recognition as far as gifts for my service or my job, whatever. But when I've, when I'm being told that like I'm doing a great job or I'm doing well, that means more to me. And I feel like sometimes it carries further. We were just, and I, you know, words of affirmation is big for you too. You were just on a call and the guys on the call were like, before they wrapped up, they, they shouted you out because they were like, ever since you've been on, Brother Byerson has been all about this, that, and the other and has been really like, doing his thing and it has been really helpful with everything and i think that that's so i saw like you, you know how inflate not inflated like i don't want to make it like you would gas but it was just like you felt validated or you felt affirmed i should say like well, you, definitely, you feel you know because it's like you bust your ass so now when people recognize and, and verbalize yeah i see the work that tj is doing and how he's busting his ass that means something so even though it's it a de- love no, language it, it, it also it, can apply it, to your work definitely no it definitely means something because when you know that you're going hard and doing something when people see it and they uh and they affirm it it, it just makes it like yeah. It makes it real. It makes yeah. it, it makes you realize so. like, okay, I see what I'm doing, but now other people see it. And I think too, for me, quality time is also bumped up because I think you and I are in a better space than we were during that time. So I want to be around you more. And it's not to say I didn't want, I didn't want to be around you period before, but it was like, we were having such a hard time 
and we were going through so much during that time that like I needed more like space but now it's like I don't mind or I or naturally I don't mind I look forward to when it's just like me and you we just like lay in the bed and chill like the other morning yesterday morning I feel like you and I were able to like lay in the bed for an extended period of time and it's like yo we never get to do this or or it was like an evening or early evening or something like that and it's like we never get to just lay here and chill and that's because like work is crazy for you work is crazy for me we have Tatum we have responsibilities we have this house but it means a lot to know that like oh me and you can just like we don't get that space to like carve out with just Danny and TJ all the time so now it means that much more definitely I mean I definitely think as I've gotten older like I've gotten older and busier I've, I've realized that like the things that I use like sex used to be like really big right and, mm-hmm. and sex is still important don't get me wrong but it's just not the most important thing like mm-hmm. there's there's other things that I would prefer to do sometimes that like not involving sex like like you said just us sitting in the bed and cuddling like that's fun like it, that doesn't have to always lead into Something us having else. sex yeah and um, that makes me feel better too because it makes me feel like okay he's not just touching me because he wants to have sex got you um, so I think that- but to answer a lover's question as far as it being a myth I don't think it's a myth um, I think it's I think it's what you make it it's honestly a tool. and it, yeah it's definitely a tool and I think if you if you utilize it and you learn from it that it could just be something that you you know it, it's a great conversation starter it's definitely a, a way that you can kind of learn about yourself and then for the people who are really into it they can be like okay well this person likes acts of service so I know that whatever I'm going to do I'm going to gear it towards that or this person likes quality time so I'm going to make sure that when we spend time it's going to be quality time like you know I feel like it's a great like you said tool that people can use just to be able to break down barriers or, or, or learn their partner without it being like you know without it being like I'm only doing this because of I'm only doing this because I, because I want something from you but like no this is this person really appreciates when I Tell them that they're pretty. So yeah. I'm going to tell them that they're pretty. But, you know, taking taking the quiz will, will help you learn about yourself. But if you have your partner, you can learn about your partner. And now you can kind of have a game plan on how you interact with your partner. I agree. And I can see why yours changed, too. Because when I think about, like, access services, you're number one, right? Yeah. And I think now, too, because, like, with since you've been in your new job, you've been so extremely busy that you haven't had time for some of the other things so that's why now getting help with those things and like and and alleviating stuff like that every good observation is is more meaningful you meaningful to you now versus when you had a previous job that you fucking hated that but like but when 5 30 rolled around it was done right now you're at a job where like you're kind of on call all the time because you're like the guy at at work. I'm, I'm not the guy. You're the guy. I'm you're one. You're guy. you're one of the guys I'm, at work. I'm, I'm just and I'm just uh, enjoying my job. But it's like you care about service. it and you're giving great service and you're but you care and then also too you are a resource. You're invaluable to that organization and so therefore because of that though because of your level of commitment to that it also it doesn't free up your time and space for other things so that's why sometimes stuff when it falls off of the off of your scope or off your radar that's why it means more to you if i were to pick it up and i were to help you with that you talked about how you were like damn i really want to get my like curls and my hair popping i ordered you some hair stuff or you were like you wanted to do something with your beard you wanted to like get like have that a little bit more flushed out i bought you some of that stuff because it's like it's not it's not 16 years to finally listen 
You such a shady little fucking lady. I'm just saying. I'm trying to pay you a fucking compliment. Go ahead, my fault. My fault. Trying to talk about how I'm trying to listen to your love languages because it's not about the gift. It's not because it was not a gift. It was like shit I ordered from Target, but it's alleviating the need for you to go look it up, order it, and do stuff like that. And so sometimes it's just the little things that that makes a difference. And then that for me, you know, I like when you, like I said, I like when you talk to me nice, and like I feel best when you like. You, when you really just say sweet things to me, that gets me like the most like in the feels. And then also like the fact of physical touch, even though it's the fourth one, is still up. It's still up for more like a kiss, uh, a hug, uh, you know, just like touching the small of my back as you're passing me in the kitchen. All that stuff like it it matters to me because it's it's like those non also those nonverbals that let me know like oh he still likes me or not. I don't think you like me, but like. Even throughout all the busyness and, and parenting and everything else like that, like there's just like a little like sliver of moments where you're like, I fuck with you or I like you. That's fair. So when you do those things, that's what gets me all like, you know, like feeling all warm and fuzzy inside. But to our listener, our family who presented that, that black men think that that's a myth. Um, I don't know which black men they are, but I think that they are sadly mistaken because... I think they're misinformed. I'm, I'm not going to say mistaken. I mean, listen, they probably think it's a myth based off of their experiences, but there's other people who've had great experiences with using love languages. And, you know, I remember when love languages first started, it was just the five love languages. But now I'm looking at their website now. They have couples love language. They have singles love language. They have men love language. They have military love language, children, teens. Like, they, like it's... If it was a myth, I don't think that there would be this many options. I think that there's mm-hmm. a, I think there's a, a strong base of people who actually like utilizes this. It's, I think it, it matters. I think because we all have, we all have, cause, and I put it like this: if we can have preferences for how we communicate, if some people are like, I rather text, I rather Facetime, I rather call. If we have preferences, I rather email. If you have preferences for how you your working style, I rather work in groups. I rather work by myself. I rather work in the morning. Why can't you also have a preference or a, a strength in as far as your your romantic or your your or the way just that you your want to be loved. the way that you want to be loved? Because it doesn't have to be romantic. It just has to be the way in which you best receive love, right? There's even an apology one which we can do on another episode. There's like an apology language quiz because some people want. They they receive apologies best when they're like atoning for it, right? When you actually like are doing something to make up for it. And other people receive apologies better by just having it being verbalized, like I was wrong, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and that that matters too because also how you love each other matters, but also how you apologize to each other matters because how you want to like how TJ receives an apology versus how I do could be totally different, and okay. I think we should take that one um, for another episode because Lord knows. TJ needs to say sorry. I thought we did that one, though. We might have. Maybe. It's been a lot of episodes. Well, listen. Yeah. Maybe we could do the couples one. Um, but that's the one we just did. That was the couples one. Oh, that I was sent, the couples that's one? That's the one I sent you. Oh, uh, I thought we did. Okay. So, yeah. Because they didn't have... Because yeah, yeah, yeah. like, it's different when you're single versus in a relationship or married. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't want to do a single one because if I was single, I'm telling you right now. I'm, 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 I'm for the streets. Listen, somebody lose. A That's, whole, I would a have said, I, I've said that before, though. I know. That has nothing to do with me losing weight. But now, you belong to the streets? I would be, if, if me and you don't make it, I am for the streets. I cannot. Don't ever try to come back then. What you mean? Because I don't want no dirty D. 
I'm just saying. You're I'm out just, here. If you, if you leave me. Oh, if I leave you. So you, you're not going to leave me? Nah, you took all my good years from me. <laughs> Samesies. I mean, a woman can always be a thought. A man. What? His, his, his limit On is. On that note. You, his we, limit is, you know. We have reached yet another. Uh, this has been yet another episode of Lover's Quarrel. As we got, always. We got about a good, like. As always. 20, 20 to about you know 35. You can email us at loversquarrelshow at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram That's at Lover's crazy. Coral Show. You going to ignore me. You can follow us on Twitter at Lover's Coral 7. Make sure you subscribe, like, tag, share, follow, all that jazz that you can do with a podcast. Leave us a review. Give us feedback. Give us questions. Do what you must and to um, engage us in this wonderful content that we're trying to bring you each week. Um, folks, it's always been a pleasure. And you know, as always, I am your girl, Danny. And I'm your guy, TJ. And you know that we fuss. We fight. But, but we, we love. love. Bye. Bye. But I don't like how you just cut me off. I don't though. like how you're talking nonsense. Hit end. I don't like how you cut me Hit. off. Listen. Hit stop. Men only Hit have stop. like a good like. Hit stop. 10 to 15 year like playing career of thought and bopping. Hit stop. That's crazy to me. That is so crazy to me. Uh, it is. Hit stop. We need to talk about that, though. Hit stop. Good night. You're wrong. Good night. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>